0: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Carolyn Demore. Hi. What is going on?
1: Oh, so much. So much is going on. (laughs) Where do I begin?
0: I mean, of course you're in the kitchen. Are you
1: in LA? I'm just assuming you're in LA, right? In LA, I'm always in the kitchen (laughs) Um, when I'm not, you know, filming the hills and running around to my Pizza Girl factory on the East Coast and just, you know, being a mom. So, yeah, it's crazy.
0: We have so much to talk about. So yes, we are going to talk about the newly relaunched Pizza Girl sauce, which I have tried. I have so much to say about it. We're going to talk about all of that. But you know what? We can't get to that until we start at the beginning. So let's take it back. You know what? The next time you're here, we don't have to go back and rehash everything. But perfect. you grew up in LA, right? You're from LA.
1: I did. Born and raised. We're a rare breed, I'm told. Well,
0: I'm from New York City, so that's just as rare a breed.
1: Totally, totally.
0: And you grew up in a pizza family.
1: I did the Demores Pizza Family, 30-year family business um, that my father started because he thought that the pizza in LA was terrible. And uh, he was right. (laughs) And um, he actually had my grandmother fly in to figure out what was going on and why it was so bad. And they realized that it was the water. So, um, this was pre nine 11 and you could still like take water over on the airplane. So I guess my grandfather brought like two jugs of just water from my grandmother's kitchen. And there was the crust that is now so famous and is the Demore's pizza crust. So we've been shipping the water from the East coast for all these years. And we actually just moved it. Now we're shipping it from Italy because we also get our flour from Italy. So, yeah, well, I say we still, because I ran that, um, portions of that business for quite some time and then realized it was really impossible working with my crazy Italian family. And I decided to branch off and do my own business, which I'm so proud of, um, Pizza Girl. And that's, that's how I got here.
0: Which is kind of a full circle moment because growing up, you didn't really want to embrace the family business. You kind of pursued other things. I know you were a model in New York and you- followed your DJ, your passion for music, and became a DJ?
1: Anything I could do that required no school, no parenting, and um, no rules, I was going to go master that. So DJing was the one that kind of came easiest to me. Um, I was kind of a club kid, party kid in that scene anyway. So I was like, how can I get paid to be here and like survive? So yeah, I mean, DJ AM was a really good friend of mine. And uh, I used to watch him every night. And I just I, you know, I, uh, I told him that I wanted to learn and he kind of helped me, helped me get that first start. And then it kind of blew up. I was like one of the first female DJs. Um, it was like me and Sam Ronson in LA. And that was pretty much it at the time. It was kind of not even that cool to be a female DJ back then. Um, and, uh, but then I realized like I was only DJing two nights a week and I was paying rent. Um, At an apartment in LA, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And then got two record deals—one uh, with Sony in Japan, and one with Universal. I toured the whole world, um, and it was—it was awesome. It, you know, I was called the pizza girl when I was little because I had to go to all these catering gigs with my dad. My mom passed away when I was five, and we just—you know, were hardworking. You know
0: families uh, yeah I just
1: had no you know I it was weird because I grew up in this Hollywood LA rich kid scene but I was like the kid on the other from the other side of the tracks in a way you know I was like there at the parties but like helping cater and stuff and then somehow our our wires crossed and we all became friends but I definitely have a different perspective on it all
0: I would yeah. think so. Did you, I mean, do you think DJs come a long way now? Because I mean, you know, we have female DJs now, or is it still like, yeah, we have some, but it's still like pretty much a male dominated.
1: Um, it's still very male dominated. There's not very many major mega DJs that are female. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily because um, they're not given the opportunity. Uh, I'm not really sure what's happening, but back back when I... Actually, yeah, back when I was doing it, I was, it was really hard to be a female in a man's world. I mean, it was like, it was impossible actually. Um, I I got dropped actually from my label as soon as, coincidentally, as soon as they found out that I was pregnant. Um, yeah, so I had a really hard time actually. Um, and I just remember having to change my clothes and not look so girly in order to be taken seriously. Once I started, you know, dressing a bit more boy-like I kind of got a little bit more um cred I guess it was like very girly girl but yeah I started like really you know uh changing my look because I got a lot of men that would say like oh you know I'd hire I wouldn't hire her to DJ but I'd f F U C K her yeah <laughs> you know just really rude stuff like that i was totally bullied off of a couple shows where i just backed out because i just felt so like uncomfortable so yeah it's come a long way women are kind of you know women are women are kind of taking over right now to be honest so
0: i'm okay with that
1: yeah i'm okay with that
0: i mean as a self-respecting gay man like i have about 900,000 women friends and one other friend right. so I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it <laughs> What about, you know, you mentioned like you were the hardworking girl, like you went to the parties, but you were helping your father cater as pizza girl, you know, and you just had all these friends. I mean, some of these friends, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Kim and Chloe, you just kind of fell into that crowd. And, you know, you were deemed like the, in the it girl scene back then.
1: I was, it was so weird. Actually, there were days when I would end up, this is a really funny tidbit. I would end up and remember when Us Weekly did the like, who wore it best? I would end up in that, but I would end up in it against Paris Hilton and I'd be wearing her outfit. So I would borrow clothes from her. I'd be wearing her outfit and then she wore it a different day. And then we'd be up against each other and who wore it best. And nobody even knew that it was like me going through her. I was like, girl, if you're going to take me to all these things, like, I can't keep up. I I couldn't financially. I couldn't, whatever. So she was like, no, my wardrobe's your wardrobe. Let's get on the plane and go to a Ibiza tonight. And I'd be like, all right. And then I'd get paparazzi. and didn't like totally just be wearing her clothes. It was just hilarious, actually.
0: I think literally that is beyond hilarious. Like you would literally just go to her closet and say, I'm wearing this. And she would say whatever. And then it would be like, who wore it best? And it would be literally hers.
1: Hers, yeah. And well, the good thing was that she always won. So (laughs) um, it was weird. It was like the, the, like the media needed a reason for me to exist. So they kept calling me like a pizza heiress, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, You know, my dad owned some pizza, pizza shops, but I was a pizza heiress. And then, or they called me, you know, socialite or Hollywood it girl and this and that, because they couldn't explain why this, you know, daughter of a pizza maker was around it was very weird um I never like took on that moniker I never tried to be like something that I wasn't Um, you know I still last night we had the premiere party for the hills and I'm one of the main girls and I was in the kitchen cooking for everybody they're like you don't have to serve us and I was like it's in my blood like it just makes me feel normal you know
0: that's so funny I mean, did you ever, like, when you think about that time in your life, like, how do you reflect back on it? And, like, and did it ever bother you, you know, like, that they were saying heiress or it girl, you know, like, that they were trying to, like.
1: It did. I got creamed in an L.A. Times article way back in the day, and it really, really devastated me. They were, like, um, they called me, like, something along the lines of, like, the master of, oh, no. Jack of all trades, master of none, because when you grow up in LA, you literally try everything under the sun. I mean, I did, I'm a creative. I'm also very entrepreneurial. So I, even when I was little, I'd come up with a play and I would direct it and I'd cast it. And I just, I just have that like kind of go getter mentality. So I finally have the right thing to put it all towards, but it was just go to different things. And I ended up, you know, in a movie. And then I ended up, I had a swimwear line because my best friend, you know, cause I was modeling and all those, those swimwear shows and they were like oh here let's do a line and you know so it looked like I was just throwing everything out there and it wasn't very like there wasn't a solid story behind me and it's just so nice to finally like actually have a voice and actually like have people really get to know the real me because it was such a fragmented character that the media just kind of put together when I was a kid
0: and the media loves to do that yeah yeah what about, how do you feel about Paris, your friend Paris as a DJ? Hmm.
1: I think it's great. I used to literally DJ in her kitchen and in her, all her little parties um, when, when she lived on, um, she, anyway, uh, King's Road. And like paparazzi always there. She threw my 18th birthday there. Um, I had the pizza truck there. So I was always just like, there were times when she was like, who DJs? Like whatever, like thinking it was kind of like silly. But then she hired me to do There was this point where I was like, babe, I can't just travel around with you. I have to like have my own career and like make money. You know, I don't have that to fall back on. Right. And she was like, okay, that's it. You're my DJ. So she hired me to DJ her. When her stars are blind album came out, I was her DJ and I DJed all of her record release parties around the world. So it just was like a, it was organic for her. She's such a like, house music kind of party girl in that way, just like I was. So just to do all that traveling, be in all those clubs, why wouldn't you, you know, show that crowd the music that makes your heart sing? So it just made sense for her. I totally back her on that.
0: We love her as a DJ and Stars Are Blind was yeah. such a good song.
1: Oh my God. So many times I we'd be <sighs> driving, driving down the street, swarmed by paparazzi with the song blasting and we're just like singing it. You can definitely find... Funny, funny uh, videos
0: of us. It's such a good song. Yeah. Well, before we get into your Pizza Empire and Pizza Girl sauce, I'm talking about the Hills. You are no stranger to being on reality TV yourself. You've made little appearances on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chloe and Courtney Take Miami.
1: Yeah, I mean, this whole thing was supposed to be originally just another little thing for me because last season. You know, I was good friends with Misha Barton. And um, I was just around kind of as her friend. But I was also doing what Caroline does, which is help out and serve and this and that. So I DJed Heidi and Spencer's um, uh, wedding vow renewal last season. And I brought my pizza truck to their son's birthday. So I was just around. It wasn't ever an idea in my mind that I would be like the new cast member. Um, it was just as much of a shock to me as I think the world. So, yeah.
0: Is that how you became involved with this? Like you were just literally there through being friends with Misha and.
1: Well, I've known everybody. So I was kind of like around just because like, you know, like I said, I did that movie with Audrina. And like, I went to high school with Brody and, you know, like I've known all of these kids for so long, it almost made more sense for me than say a Misha who didn't know anybody. Um, So the idea behind it, I believe was for me to kind of help Misha, get embedded into that world because I knew everybody and it would just made sense. But then we found out that there was some negative stuff being said about me on, you know, and it was just a shock. And I think that the producers were kind of put off by it and they were a little, like, they told me, they were like, Hey, just so you know, like basically the truth is I put on this huge pizza girl event last season that America never got to see and it was at Kathy Hilton's house and it was epic. And I invited the whole cast and they were trying so hard to keep me off the show that um, not only did some people not mention my name when they asked about me in interviews in order to keep my narrative off the show, um, they just didn't even speak of me at all or ignored it when, then I come to find out a couple people would look into the camera when I would walk, walk onto a scene I found out, like just to, you know, X out my scenes. It was just so bizarre. I've never had people in my life like that who have like deliberately tried to like hurt me. And I, I put so much money and effort into that party. And, you know, to have a event at Kathy Hilton's house is pretty epic and that never got seen. And then I think the producers were upset. They were like, these people, just so you know, are trying to keep you off the show. And they ended up replacing her with me. And I have to say that I do believe in karma.
0: I have so much to say to this. Now, first of all, because this is behind the velvet rope and we love the silver lining details. What event was this at Kathy Hilton's house? Because I do think that is a big event. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was a pizza girl launch event. And these events cost me my, my, my life. I'm sitting there like, you know, making everything, doing everything. It's, you know, it was, in, it was intense. And like Kathy opened up her home to me and to the Hills. It was the most beautiful event. And the fact that the world never got to see that it's just so, was so gut wrenching to me. And then after like, you know, all the money and hours and like effort that we put into it, So, but I ended up, you know, winning in the long run. Um, And now Pizza Girl is going to be heavily featured and the world's going to get to try it. So, yeah.
0: Are you guys as confused about me regarding all the contradictory information out there about how to eat healthy? Just cut out carbs and that's healthy eating. Reduce your salt. That's healthy eating. Don't eat after 6 p.m. That's healthy eating. Well, what if I go to bed at 4 a.m.? Am I still not supposed to eat after 6 p.m.? So confusing. Enter Noom. Noom makes sense because it is based in psychology. It teaches you what to eat and how to eat it to accomplish your personal health goals. They look long term, it's not about that one thing you just ate now. It's about long-term and changing your eating habits. And that is why, for me, Noom worked. When I started using Noom, my goal was to eat better, to feel better, to understand my cravings, to have more energy, fit it in with some exercise, and really just reduce the stress in my life. And Noom accomplished all of that. What I love is it teaches you about eating. It doesn't just say eat this and eat that. It takes 10 minutes a day. It's so easy to use. You log your food. It's nice to see the progress. You log your food and see the progress as you chart it. And it really works with my lifestyle because I'm so freaking busy. It's not like a rigorous plan. It's just changes my habits overall. It's based in psychology. It makes complete sense. And here's the thing they're a very forgiving program. So if you cheat today, we can't turn the clock back. It's okay. These guys are great to deal with, and they're so much fun to deal with. And it has really changed how I eat. Now, here's the deal Noom, N O O M. Sign up for your trial today at noom with an M dot com slash velvet. Yes, you can sign up for your trial today at noom, N O O M. M as in Mary.com slash velvet. Trust me, there's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. I feel better. I have more energy and I see the results. And I just, this is a lifestyle change. Noom.com slash velvet. Sign up for your trial today. It is going to be heavily featured. So, wh- okay. So with the cat, cause I know like, so Misha, was it Misha that was trying, was telling the cast, like, don't, don't look at her. Don't film with her. Like it was her. Wait.
1: To Misha's credit, I think that she had an another person kind of manning that ship, um, but that person did call me to apologize. So I almost don't even want to drag them in anymore. Um, Misha, on the other hand, went out and publicly slammed me. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, the gloves are off at this point. But um, yeah, there was another person in there that was that had tried to. Uh, intimidate me and hurt me, um, but they they apologized, and I'm a very forgiving person. So.
0: Like someone currently on the cast, that Misha kind of got to do her dirty work.
1: That it was a it was a dual effort, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, so much gossip off the show too, right? Behind listen, the-
0: <laughs> nothing shocks me anymore from sitting here and talking to people like yourself but you know I hear duo I can only think of I mean there's only one duo really that's part of the hills anyway so that's I mean that's kind of nice though that producers came to you because I mean a lot of times they wouldn't they would be like Misha's a cast member and you're not like why would we come to this girl
1: well you know what happened is they liked me a lot (laughs) they liked me they thought I was funny you know I had microphones on whatever they heard a bunch of they just liked me as a person um, which is cool. So I I mean, it, yeah, I guess they just liked me and wanted to let me know why my big scene wasn't going to be in the season. And, you know, then came to me with an offer to be the new girl.
0: Wow. Yeah. And did you grow up like watching reality TV? Like, I mean, the simple life, could you go back?
1: I was on the simple life. There was definitely a scene with me. I, I don't remember what it was, but maybe we went to like, a nail salon or something. I remember I had like a quick flash there. I was on like the very first episode of The Kardashians DJing Kris Jenner's birthday or something. I did, you know, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami a whole episode with them. So I've definitely been around it, loved it. It's definitely been a big part of my life. And it only makes sense for me to be on a major reality show at this point.
0: Yes. And one of the best reality shows ever.
1: <laughs> I agree. That's why I said yes. I mean, it's the Hilt. You know what I mean? It's it's MTV. It's like my entire childhood, and now I, yeah, I'm. It's just mind blowing.
0: I mean, did the Elsie, Kristen Cavallari, and Stephen Colletti love triangle keep you up at night like it did me?
1: <laughs> you know, I I was I was up at night for a lot of reasons back then. <laughs> but yeah, no, they. Um, yeah, I mean, that whole thing was was wild. And it was nice to have Kristen come and hang out this season too. And yeah, she's definitely an inspiration for me for sure. I got a Kristen Cavalieri this shit. Seriously. Yeah.
0: So here you are. So you were, I mean, did you watch last season with Nisha?
1: You know what? I watched like an episode and it was really hard to watch. Talk about um, paint dry. Um, that was one of the things she said about me and then I went to watch it and it was just, yeah, hard to watch. Um, it, it wasn't that great. And I don't think it was necessarily all on her. I just think, um, yeah, the, this season is so much better is what I'm hearing. So I didn't watch a lot of it. I only watched the one episode with Perez Hilton because I found that to be super interesting. Um, cause he's also a character from my, my young years, um,
0: same here. So when you got this call to join after, you know, having this event with your pizza truck and just being on a few episodes, like, were you, what was going through your mind?
1: Um, when I got the call to, um, to actually, join, I think Spencer just texted me and said, Hey, you want to come? Like, we're doing a birthday party for Gunner, like pizza truck would be cool. And I was like, awesome. I'm on my way.
0: No, but I mean to like join the cast this season. Like when they oh, said we want you, yeah.
1: I miss that. What was yeah? That
0: no, question? like when they like they said we want you to you know be part of this cast or come and talk to us. Like were you just like holy shit?
1: You know what i I actually had another show that I was working on already that was called Pizza Girl, and it was with a huge producer that I love so much. Um, I think he is so fantastic, and I do hope to work with him uh, in the future. And I'm sure one day we'll get to do our project, um, but it was hard for me because I had to make a decision at that time. And you know, I I didn't say yes the very first time they asked. They may have we may have had a few discussions before I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, so yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely crazy. I mean, I, I mean, I ran into Frankie Delgado in Beverly Hills when he had heard that I got it, and he was like, "Girl," he goes, "Do you know how many of my friends like auditioned for this part?" He was like, there was like thousands of people like that they were running through um, to have this one spot and you got it, which was kind of cool.
0: Did you ever waver and think like, you know, big producer, my own show, it'll focus around like pizza girl. Like, was that, it was a I real Also,
1: I was going through a really hard time financially. I went through a really, really rough divorce. I went through, you know, COVID shutting down my business. And at that point I was kind of like, You know, it could be anywhere from three to five months sitting in um, pitch meetings or straight to network, straight to television. Um, It really, MTV really helped me get my shit together. I, once that happened, I like hit the ground running to get Pizza Girl back up and running. Um, You know, I have amazing partners now and, you know, any sort of thing like a pandemic will not shut down uh, pizza girl this time around because it's not just me now we have an infrastructure we have everything in place so um everything happens for a reason you know
0: well a I think you made the right decision because I don't know I don't believe all these shows it might be green lit I I don't buy it I've been the mix for so many shows myself it, where is the show so I yeah. think I always tell people going on to an established show where there's like a role and a part and here's your contract I say take it and run
1: yeah take it and run so I did <laughs>
0: And is that true, like that? You know, it was the pandemic and like, you know, the problems in your business, which were caused by COVID, and like you were a single mother, like that all kind of made you say yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's an amazing opportunity, an amazing opportunity for me to showcase my amazing product and just to get people to know who I was more and the real story about me, you know, like, because there's been such a weird, fragmented Caroline DeMore since I was, you know, 14. So, it's kind of nice to actually have people get to know me for real this time.
0: That's why I like to start at the beginning. I like to do a full 360. Who is Carolyn DeMore? Really? Speaking of choices in reality TV, is this true that you and Kim Kardashian back in the day were kind of in the mix because this is LA for a reality show? And she came to you and said, well, I also have a chance to do a show with my family. And you said, I think you should pursue that.
1: Yep. Isn't that crazy? We were working. I don't remember what producers we were talking to or anything, but it was her and I, and we were going back and forth. Um, we had a concept. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were working on a reality show together. And I remember she, she sat me down. She was like, so I just wanted to tell you, like, I am doing this. Sh- I might do have to do the show. It's my family. I have to like do this with them. And I was like, of course, you know, and we did not know that it would be as ginormous as it was. So let's just say she made the right decision.
0: <laughs> I mean, are you, Carolyn, are you saying that we have you? We have Carolyn DeMora of Pizza Girl to thank for Kim Kardashian being part of
1: Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Absolutely not. Uh, I am not saying that. <laughs> but you're going to take absolutely and like use that. No, I'm Ab- not. I, I do <laughs> not. I don't that. like that. She was already on her way in such a such a big way, um, but um, she's yeah no she's a, a genius in that world so she definitely didn't yeah I had nothing to do with it but other than we were close and we were going to do something cool together and then um yeah
0: but at the time when she said I might do this other show she certainly wasn't like this is it it was just kind of like
1: yeah it was like I have to I'm gonna do this one and then we'll see what happens that type of thing
0: Do you think you being chosen, like Frankie said, over all these other people, like, do you think it's because, you know, like you said, like you were in a movie with Audrina, like you went to high school with Brody, like those natural connections. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that they could find, but that's got to have helped.
1: No, listen, of course, I think the hardest, I think the hardest part that they had with Misha last season was that she didn't have any of those organic, real relationships. You know what I mean? Like when I run it, walk into a room with the cast, it's like, it's like a high school reunion, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, we all know each other from something and have hung out in some way or another. And, you know, um, like Brody and I have stories for days. So it's just like, it was just, it felt natural. And that's kind of what all the cast members I saw had to say during the press junket too, which was, it would just, it's, yeah, it just fit.
0: Did you have, even though it was COVID and you realized this could be great for your business and your daughter, like, did you have reservations in pursuing a reality TV show? on the hills, like you've seen it. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo liberties to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack
1: Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as... What are you waiting for? Go to indecloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indecloud.co slash spring24. That's co.com to snag 30% off your first order. Of course, no, I'm still like mortified and terrified. So <laughs> I, I did end up like, you know... Um, drinking a bit too much Nursing my anxiety I, I found out from the cast members They've all did that on different seasons Especially like the first time That they ever did, did the show And um, yeah, no, there's definitely Going to be things I'm totally Mortified by um, But that's part of the game You know, you gotta, you gotta be in it to win it And listen, I mean It is a reality show um, They want to see Some life you know? So yeah, I definitely give it to you. If, if they put it in, you'll see.
0: They do want to see some life. Were you, cause you've known some of these people before, were you shocked at, you know, like they're pros, like, you know, them, they're one way, like when the camera started rolling, like, were they
1: different? Oh, it is bizarre. And some, some people actually don't change even when it's off, which I also thought was bizarre. Like they live in a reality show off camera. And like, it's because they grew up in this like crazy world and like, that's all they know. So yeah, it was definitely a surreal experience to see like who kind of, you know, just to kind of see like how it's affected each person over the years. People
0: are different when there's cameras on them. Like, it's just that simple. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Who, who was like the most different?
1: Um, who's the most different? I mean, who's the most different? I mean, I think you just never know, like if somebody's gonna attack you or not, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I got attacked on the first night, which they, they totally took out. Um, and it was, it was, Shocking. I kind of didn't know how to like come back at it right away, but um, yeah, you just don't know. You don't ever know what's going to happen, you know, because somebody will have heard something about somebody and somebody else tells somebody else, you know, something bad and then they get confronted and it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's real, but it's also heightened to a level of, you know.
0: That's what I always tell people. Like it is real. Like you're not making this shit up it's just a heightened version
1: right like it's not scripted there's nothing that we say that like we were told to say you know what I mean it's just right it's just like you're put in a position maybe sometimes yeah
0: who attacked you on the first night
1: I'm gonna keep it I'm going to keep it to myself just because maybe it'll save me from being attacked down the road.
0: <laughs> F- Fair enough. Well, a positive question. This isn't all about drama here behind the velvet Who took you under their wing the most, like from this cast, you know, and just said like, you're the new girl, like who kind of took you under their wing?
1: Caitlin Carter without a doubt. She is like my friend with her without the show. Um, I love her very, very, very much. Yeah. Um, she's a really good human being and um, she's just somebody that I was able to like learn from and um, I can have like real conversations with her and not worry about it you know spreading like wildfire and she's just a great girl and I feel really lucky um, because she's definitely one of my like closest friends now
0: And you're not worried, like, just say, you know, just the reality show curse, not having anything to do with you or Caitlin, like, if you guys are both on this for like seven more years, like that, you know, 10 more years, you know, like sometimes friendships go through things because of reality TV. Like, does that worry you?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we were, I mean, eventually we're going to say something that pisses each other off. Right. So that's just any friendship in general. But then on television, it lives there forever and you can't just like make up and move on. So I think that, yeah, that is scary for sure.
0: What about did this whole process change you? I mean, like, you know, we haven't seen you on the whole season yet, but you filmed it. So like, did this change you like as a person?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's made me a little bit more aware um, of myself and who I could possibly offend or hurt. Um, it's definitely made me um, just more cautious um, and just really try to be, here's the thing, if you're just a really genuinely good person, which I believe that I am, I'm not scared of of how I'm going to be, be portrayed because I, I know my beliefs and I know um, who I am, but people will try to come and like attack you. So you just have to be as true. So my thing is that I stand up for people, no matter what, if I see somebody being attacked or bullied, I'm going to stand up for them. I did that on several occasions this season and I was called out for just trying to get into scenes. You know what I mean? They'd be like, Oh, you're just trying to get into a scene. And I'd be like, well, isn't that what we're all doing here? First of all, like we're all, We're all working on this show together, Um, but I do stand up for people um, because I don't like seeing people bullied or attacked. And if I think that you're wrong, I will let you know that you were wrong. Um, And a lot of people don't like that.
0: (laughs) I'm the same way. I always go for an underdog. I'm just like, if I see something like that, I'm like, "I I can't help myself. I have to say something. Me
1: too.
0: And I mean, right. Everyone's, I mean, you're the new girl, but you're still there. I mean, you were given the same contract everyone else was, you know, you're a cast member. Was there that like hazing, you know, of, cause like I hear it from like housewives, like was there that like, you're the new girl, prove yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely felt like I was hung out to dry a couple of times. Like that time that I spoke of that I was attacked, I felt like nobody stood up for me, which is very kind of creepy to me. Um, So... I felt like that was really strange and Caitlin wasn't in the room and she's the only person that, you know, I knew would have stood up for me, but, um, yeah, I, I found that to be a little crazy, but yeah, people are definitely like, nobody's helping me, obviously, you know what I mean? No one's going right. to help me to do great on this show. Um, I really just, cause everybody's, you know, everybody's focused on, their own storyline, you know? So it's like, it is hard, you know, I'm the only kind of single girl. I'm the only one that's not intertwined from a past relationship or a new relationship. So there were a lot of days when I was like, why am I here? You know what I mean? I was like, this is so strange to be embedded in a show as cool as it is. It's also strange to be the new girl in a show where people have these stories for like decades, you know, that people are really invested in. So yeah, it's definitely been a wild one. What about,
0: you know, cause now the show is going on. Look, we're going to get to know you better. There has been stuff like in the past, like you're, you know, the it girl and all that, like, but this is on a much different level being in the public eye. Like, are you prepared? And has anyone given you advice on, you know, listen, there's going to be haters. No matter what you do, you can stick up for everyone and fly in on rainbows and unicorns. Like, are you prepared now for so- the media aspect of your life? That's going to change.
1: So I have actually, I remember the very first time somebody posted some really bad stuff about me. Um, It was a long time ago. Um, And I remember actually it was called camel toe of the week. This would never, by the way, happen these days just because of like the women's movement. However, I was very young, may have even been, I don't want to say underage, but around 18, 19 And a paparazzi zoomed in on my crotch and it went everywhere. And it was like camel toe of the week. And I just remember crying and I called Nicole Richie and I was like, Oh my God, this happened to me. She goes, she goes, I don't want to cuss. Sorry, but she goes, You could
0: cuss because I cuss. I have a healthy mouth.
1: She goes, girl, have you seen what they say about me? Get it together. Like it's all good. The more that if they're talking, then that's good. You know what I mean? And that was hard for me because I, it's a hard one, you know, but I just now it's like, you want to say something bad about me on my page, block and delete, block and delete. Like I literally don't have time. Um, I'm going to hire somebody just to block and delete everybody. Because if you want, if you want to be on my page just to hate me um, and just to be mean, like I, you're not invited. So yeah. you can tell me like truths and stuff. Like last night I got into a little like debate with someone. I talk to everybody and it's really me. And I like respond to everybody and, you know, so um, I definitely like, I don't know, I, I care, but I'm not going to let it affect my life.
0: That's good advice. Well, I mean, you also have access, most, very few people have access to like the master class. I mean, I have to ask, has Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashians given you advice on the filming process, the editing process, the media at all?
1: No, no, I haven't even talked to them about it. My last interaction with Kim was about something sad that had happened in my family and she just came to like be supportive. Um, And then um, I ended up having dinner with Kris Jenner for Kathy Hilton's birthday. Um, And she just came up to me and was like, by the way, pizza girl, she goes, that's your thing. She goes, that's it. She goes, you got, she's like, you finally figured it out. And I was like, yes, coming from her. Like that's everything, (laughs) you know, she's such a business genius that like, For her to give me the stamp of approval, like, this is it. Like, go for it. You know, it was cool.
0: What did she mean by that? Like, did she mean just, like, the product or the product now in reality TV? Like, don't lose sight of, like, honey, use this platform and get that Pizza Girl logo and name out there and as many scenes as possible.
1: I mean, honestly, at the time, I didn't have the show. So it was just this Pizza Girl itself is such a, like, epic... Brand, you know what I mean, and not only is it such an epic brand, and it's reaching a totally different demographic than any Italian foods brand on the market. Um, You know, you know, they're calling me like a disruptor in the space, and like it's just so exciting because I'm shocked that nobody's done a more, you know, um, environmentally friendly, uh, all organic, millennial mom-driven product that's just not like you know, grandma in the kitchen or like, so manly, you know, like Rayo's and all these other, all these other sauces. So this is, I'm sure there'll be several that follow in line, but this is the first of its kind and that's a great problem to have.
0: Did you ever get any advice from Chris? Like, you know, like when your business was going through problems, you know, because of COVID not any shade, like.
1: I just had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, um, like don't give up we believe in you like a lot of people like if you look on my instagram i definitely like depicted and and i definitely told the story of what was happening to me um where i wasn't able to source ingredients and like the bigger guys you know i've taken up all the farms and the little companies like mine are really suffering right now like actually whitney port she reached out to me she's so good on instagram um, that she helped me. I was just like bawling, crying. She helped me put together like a really nice Instagram, um, post for my story just to tell people in all my supermarkets what happened and then I'll be back. And so that was really sweet. So I just had a lot of support to come back
0: with everything going on in the world and all the technology around us. I used to find it so hard to disconnect. Turn my mind off and relieve stress. Well, not anymore. Unidragons wooden puzzles have solved all of that. They are the highest quality puzzles. All the parts have their own unique shape. They're not like your average puzzle. And in fact, they actually become collectible works of art. They're fabulous and memorable designs and images. They have animals too. Tigers, wolves, pandas, unicorns, and so many others. These are not your average puzzle. Laser cutting is used so all the parts perfectly fit together and is such high quality. It's great for myself, but I've used it for so many gifts for friends and family. Unit dragons puzzles have changed my life. So listen, you guys need to head over to unidragon.com and use my code velvet ropes and you get 10% off your first purchase. That's right. Just by listening to this podcast, head on over to unidragon.com. That's unidragon.com. Use my code velvet ropes and you get 10% off your first purchase. These puzzles are intellectual. They're high end. They're stimulating. They've changed my life. Well, people have to respect that, you know, listen, it's easy to say like, you know, that's the problem I think with social media, like, look at me, I'm so beautiful. I'm fabulous. Look at my wonderful boyfriend. You were very honest about like, no, this is not good. Like my business is struggling here. People like not a lot of people would do that. So I mean, kudos to you.
1: Thank you. That was the thing. That was the other thing I was like, um, am I going to like fit in, in this world? Because I just am so honest brutally to a point. I I did have some publicists and people be like, can we tone down the like real factor? And I was like, no, you know, like this is the truth.
0: Well, that's the other thing. I mean, I know at the time you took the high road, but when all this stuff did happen with Misha last year and there was, she's out and now they're announcing you as being in and you're like people, I can't even announce it. That did help your pizza. Right. So you were just like, thank you, Misha.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, I, I wonder what, what, you know, to, to work so hard to keep me off a of show than just to give me all that kind of attention. It was just bizarre, um, you know, but I honestly, at this point, like I do just have sympathy for her, you know, because I, I know she's seeing all these articles right now. Like it must be really hard because I get like 50 Google alerts a minute right now and it's all talking about it. And I just, I hope that she's okay. And I hope that she finds, um, you know, a new project that makes her happy. And um, I would love to like forgive and forget and move on, you know? If you, and then
0: I want to talk about this piece of sauce is the last question about Misha. But if you ran into her, like right now, you went for Starbucks and literally came face to face because LA is a small place. What would you say?
1: Uh, I would say that I'm sorry that our relationship ended the way it did. And um, I really do hope that you're doing well and I wish you the best. And, you know, I don't know that breaking it all down and going, you know, tit for tat on everything. You know, there was one night when she tried to kind of apologize, but it was before I had realized what had happened, you know? So I could tell, I know that there's a good person in there. and it's just one of those things where, you know, reality shows and attention and all this stuff, it can affect you and it can make you do things that you regret. And I feel like, um, I'm sure she doesn't wish me any harm or negativity. So I, and I definitely don't wish her any, and I hope that she's okay.
0: Are you worried about changing? Like as a result, like what if you're on for years and years and years, this hit show.
1: The You're only gonna... thing i going to change is my address and, um, you know, that's it. I'm going to just always be working hard. I'll probably still be running around serving people, um, just because it, I, lo- I love to do it. And, um, yeah.
0: How happy are you that you have come full circle and now you've relaunched pizza girl. And I mean,
1: it's like a dream come, come true. I mean, from crying on the floor of my old factory where I had like a hairnet on and like I was jarring jars myself. And now, I mean, it's very, very different now. So it's definitely one of those underdog stories that have come, you know, come full circle and I'm so grateful. So at least now everybody, when you want to throw shade at me, just know that I'm extremely grateful and that I've worked very hard for it.
0: Tell us about the relaunch I mean, Chris Jenner says it's brilliant. People you say are calling you a disruptor in the space, and I've seen that. Like, tell us all about this.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's. It, I have not had a meeting um, other than with some misogynistic misogynistic male uh, potential investors. Other than that, every meeting I've had has been overwhelmingly positive about the space, um, about what what we're doing and about the quality of the product and about um you know just there's not been one person that has said I don't think this is a good idea (laughs) you know everybody's like you know chomping at the bit for it so
0: and tell us the idea behind it like for people who don't know and tell us how your sauce differs like what what's what's the special sauce in pizza girl
1: Well, it's uh, my great grandmother's recipes, but then obviously like reimagined to be all organic. And, you know, in our marinara, our, you know, two grams of fat compared to, you know, Rayos and others that are around seven grams of fat, you know, we're organic. They're not the flavor. I would love it if everybody in America would get a jar of Pizza Girl sauce, open it up and open up their current favorite take a spoon and eat it out of the jar and tell me which one you like better. And I want to see reactions. I want to, I'm like, literally like my grandmother, she used to watch every bite go in, go into everybody's mouths. And I find myself doing the same thing now. I'm like, what do you think? And then they're like, this is the best tasting sauce I've ever tasted. That's literally been, been the response across the board.
0: And you have three flavors you're relaunching.
1: Yep three flavors. I have the arabiata and look at how cute this packaging is. Um, so yeah, arabiata, I have the marinara and the vodka right now. And the vodka is my
0: favorite. It's so good.
1: Isn't it so good? Thank you so much. Yeah. We have some secret ingredients in that one for sure.
0: I love a good vodka sauce. It's so yeah. good. So good. I'm one of those people that like I like to mix things up. Like if it comes, like, I'll be like, I want this, but can I have it with a vodka sauce? Like, I just think I own the restaurant when I'm I'm like, can you just do this with a vodka sauce? Like, we don't know. I'm like, why? Yeah. What about, do you love, like, is, I mean, pizza is my favorite food. Like, are you a huge pizza lover? I mean, I know that's a crazy question.
1: I mean, I am. Yeah. I just, I just had a slice yesterday. I mean, I eat pizza. I probably consume more pizza than any single person in the world. (laughs) <laughs> just because at the, you know, I've been eating it since I was a baby and there were so many nights that my dad had to work late and whatever. I would just slam a slice and, uh, you know, move on. And when you use healthy ingredients, it doesn't make you sick. It doesn't, you know, make you gain weight. You know, you go to Italy and people are healthier. They're, they're skinny and they're eating pasta, <laughs> you know, cause it doesn't have all this crap in it and GMOs and Yeah.
0: Do you love to cook with your daughter? Is that like a ritual?
1: love to cook with my daughter. She loves it so much. She's like trying to use the big knives. And I'm like, no, ah, but yeah, no, she, she eats the sauce right out of the jar. And she's just like pizza girl, pizza girl. She's so excited about it.
0: How did you come up with the name pizza girl? Is it true? Like when you were young, that's what people used to call you.
1: Yeah. Walking down the street. Yo, pizza girl, where's the pizza at? Like everyone, I'm sure like Brody and all those guys at different parties have been like, what's up pizza girl? It was just my nickname and I hated it, which is why the whole story about how I ran off to do a million other things, anything other than be the pizza girl. And then, you know what? Life is funny that way. And it just chooses you and I gave in and now I couldn't be happier, but yeah.
0: I mean, right. Like, could you ever picture growing up in this family? Like if you didn't cook, if you didn't love pizza,
1: no, oh, it would be a nightmare.
0: <laughs> what about Demore's Pizza, which is all over LA? Is this true? You have, wait, you have 10 locations now? Or did some shut? Did something it shut because of COVID? Vegas
1: location, the Vegas location shut down. Um, we lost, yeah, we lost a few. We lost a few, but we're still hanging strong. That's um, still
0: a lot more than most. Do you have a, um, a favorite slice?
1: Oh, yeah. Yesterday I just had a pepperoni jalapeno pineapple. And I know that's mm. very Italian, but just those flavors together, bomb, so good. And we do a really good white pizza, Bianco, that's fantastic. And yeah, I mean, you can really tell if a pizza is a good pizza when you just eat a plain cheese slice, you know, and it's not all the toppings. And our Damore's cheese pizza, hands down, is the best.
0: When I order pizza, I always want like at least half just cheese because I think I agree that's how you can tell.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Another question is, what does the food god think of your sauce and your pizza? I mean, that is one of the ultimate stamps of approval.
1: Oh yeah, you know what? We haven't we haven't even had that discussion yet. So you got it.
0: You got to get some in his hands.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll just send it on over.
0: I can tell you the vodka sauce is delicious though. Thank you. Does Have
1: you k- tried any others?
0: I've tried that and I've tried the marinara. I haven't tried Arrabbiata.
1: And how good is the marinara?
0: It's also delicious.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly,
0: I'm, first of all, I eat sauce out of a jar. So I'm all about that. But I mean, this might be sacrilege to you. I don't even mind mixing the marinara and the vodka together. Oh,
1: Great. Yeah. No, last night I mixed a little arbiata and marinara just for a little spice, not too much spice. I mean, you can do anything that you want, you know, like the, the whole point of, of these sauces is that they're like a base for your cooking. It's not just for pasta. You know, we've been making like delicious soups, um, using it as a base. We've been making like breakfast with, you know, chorizo and eggs. And I mean, the point of pizza girl is that it's a delicious base. You know, my grandmother used to call it the gravy and you can put it on everything. And that's just, um, that's the whole point here. So I really want to start seeing our customers, whipping together things you would never expect, um, using pizza girl.
0: And so. how happy are you? Cause really at the end of the day, like it is having a business, like that is what is sustainable. I mean, no offense to the DJs of the world, people in reality TV, but a business is something, you know,
1: that you can't have taken away from you ever if it's running well. Yep, absolutely. It's definitely, um, yeah, it's, I consider pizza girl, my job, not not being a reality star, you know?
0: What's harder, filming a season of The Hills or going through, you know, restructuring a business like Pizza Girl?
1: Oh my God. I mean, Pizza Girl takes, it takes everything. It takes all of you, you know? Um, And it takes all of my amazing partners and we just sit and work and, you know, rethink everything all the time and just, find ways to, to be better. And it's definitely all consuming, you know, walking on a set and getting drunk is not, uh, is not that hard.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean the aftermath can be a little taxing on your, you know, psyche, but other than that,
0: what's your drink of choice
1: tequila right now. Um, it's actually tequila with a splash of uh, tequila on the rocks with lime and, um, like Pellegrino. That way you have no sugar and you're not super sick the next day. (laughs) You know, last night we had the premiere party and today I'm up and ready to go. So it works. The sugar is what gives you really bad hangover.
0: That's why I drink just straight vodka. Same thing. No sugar. Yep. Least caloric along with tequila.
1: Love a martini. So a dirty martini.
0: That's my drink. Now I have to tell you before we wrap up in a few minutes, You and I have the same birthday, June 9th, (gasps) baby.
1: Oh my God, you, me, Johnny Depp, I believe Natalie Portman. It's like a really special birthday.
0: Do you love being a Gemini? Because I do.
1: I love being a Gemini. However, the reactions you get from it is so intense. People are like, oh, Gemini. And they think you have split personality and you really don't. What it means is that you can just blend in well. You can blend in any kind of group.
0: We are the most misunderstood sign of the whole Zodiac. 100%. You get horrible reactions. Mm -hmm. We can just write. I'm like one of those people, like I could blur the lines, like say you and I were best friends. We could be friends, but then we're on a zoom where we have to go work. I could do like we're business and now we're friends and it's, we're the same people, but we can interact completely differently. I could switch on a dime like that. That's how I live my life
1: right and people take it as like oh you're two-faced or oh you're whatever but no it's that you can like literally like snap into yeah the surroundings really well
0: we're very misunderstood totally now that you are you know you're a single mom you're on what's are you gonna get back out there and start dating
1: you know I'm a hopeless romantic I really am I'm just or maybe I'm just hopeless. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're not
0: hopeless. You're running a major <laughs> business. You're not oh, hopeless.
1: No, you. I'm mean, in the love department. In the love department, I I'm a hopeless romantic. Gemini's poet.
0: are not good in the love department.
1: You know what? At least I'm not. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It really is. But I think I think I'll I think I'll get a handle on it one day. I do want love. I want my one person. I really do. I don't need attention like I thought I did from every you know. Person on the planet. Uh, I definitely like wanted that attention when I was younger, and but now I just feel like I definitely want to find that that one person.
0: What's your like? If you had to just randomly pick someone in Hollywood, like, what's your type?
1: Mm, just physically, have, you know. I don't have a type. I mean, I don't have a gender type. I don't have a yeah. I don't have a. I'm super. I'm a big believer in just energy. So I have energy types and um, anybody's energy could like overwhelm me and make me fall in love. Really? Yeah. hmm
0: What about, well, we have some single people on the Hills cast. We have, I mean, if gender is an issue, we have Brody, Justin Bobby, Caitlin. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Those yep.
0: are, right. Oh, we have Stephanie Pratt. Who would yep. you most, who's your type out of those four?
1: Definitely, I would say Caitlin, for sure.
0: She has good energy. Geminis are all about the energy.
1: All about the energy. Yeah.
0: We're all about the energy. What do you want people to know about you? Like as they watch you on TV, you know, a lot of things get misconstrued. Like what do you want people to know and take away from this chat?
1: I just want people to know that I am not perfect, but I'm doing my best. And I'm always willing to learn how to be better. I'm always working on myself and, um, just, you know, give people a chance to, to work on themselves and be better. Nobody's perfect. If everybody had cameras on them all the time, I think that they'd be really mortified (laughs) by some of the stuff that people are commenting on. So it was, Hey, let's know. It was my decision to do it. Um, and I'm sure there will be plenty I regret, but I know that I'm a good person. And uh, I hope everybody else can see that too.
0: Amazing. And where can people buy your Pizza Girl sauce?
1: Right now, you can go to pizzagirl.com. And as of like next week, we'll be in all the Gelsons, which is so exciting. That's major. Uh huh, super major. I'm so grateful. They're our are, there are first to jump back into the new Pizza Girl family. Um, so I'm so grateful to Gelson's and yeah, and then we're rolling out more supermarkets as we go along.
0: You need to go to the Gelson's and do, you know, like signings. Oh yeah.
1: We're discussing all of that. We're going to do so, so much cool stuff, um, at Gelson's. And actually I believe that, um, a friend of mine, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, they just went in and did that. And so they were talking to me about that. And then I just spoke to Aaron And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to send you some of my, um, he's doing a mezcal and yeah. And I just sent him some pizza girl sauce. So I
0: love it. People will come trust me after a few weeks on the Hills, people will be lined up.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully I'm in the next couple episodes and then, yeah,
0: (laughs) and then we'll see. Well, I mean, even though you're not so far, I agree with you that the Google alerts on you are out of control someone in this reality space said to me, they're like, oh my God, you're interviewing her. Like she's like everywhere. Like there's the Google alerts are going crazy. So that's awesome. Yay. you just got to use this platform, baby. I mean, and just. Work you, it. You know that Bethany Frankel, you know that woman named Bethany
1: Frankel? I do. And you know what? I also respect her because she's just as hardworking, meaning like she didn't just wait for a TV show to take her product to the moon. Like she was giving out samples. There's a video, you know, she is a hard working woman that deserved everything she got. And that's definitely my inspiration. So Bethany, if you're listening.
0: Where can everyone find you online on Instagram?
1: So follow us at pizza girl official. Um, If you want to know more about the product and everything, definitely pizza girl official. Um, uh, And then for myself, it's at Caroline Demore and you'll get all of our updates. And we, we just posted these really cute videos. I like to talk about, my sauces as different personalities, so you can get to know me and the brand a lot more by checking us out.
0: I love it. I'm gonna keep in touch with you. I'll DM you. Me it's. it's I'm, I'm good at keeping in touch. Gemini's are good at following up.
1: Totally, absolutely, and I will respond right back.
0: Thank you for answering all of my questions. The next time I'm in LA, I need a slice of that pizza. Like a nice, a nice... Do you have any, like, what of your... Do you have, like, a best seller out of all the slices?
1: I mean, mean, classic cheese and pepperoni. I mean, obviously, those will always be the number one sellers. Um, Yeah, but we have, I mean, any creation you can come up with. We got it.
0: Do Does Kim and Courtney
1: have a favorite slice? (sighs) You're so funny. I I mean, I don't even know. It's like, you know, we all bring... bring pizzas to parties and everybody just slams them. So
0: it's the best food, man. It's the best food. It really is. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you answering all my incessant questions. Everyone needs to check you out. Pizza girl sauce. It's literally, it is the best. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks Keep for in touch. Right. Bye. Bye.